Welcome all. We'll continue the Mandukya Karika, fourth chapter. Om Namo Brahma Dibyo, Brahma Vidya Sampradaya Katrabyo, Vamsharushibyo, Mahadyo Namo Gurubhya, Shankaram Shankaracharyam, Keshavam Badarayanam, Sutra Bhashikritau Vande Bhagavandau Punapunaha, Ishwaro Guru Ratmiti, Murti Veda Vibhakine, Vyomavat Vyapta Dehaya, Dekshinamurtaye Namaha, Om Sri Gurubhyo Namaha. Om Badram Karne Vishrunuyama Devaha, Badram Pasye Makshabir Yajatraha, Spirai Rangai Isushtu Vagum Sastanubihi, Vyashema Devahidam Yadayuhu, Sostina Indro Vridhashravaha, Sostina Pusha Vishavedaha, Sostina Stakshu Arishtanemi, Sostino Brihaspatil Datatu Om Shanti 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 Pratmyam Shupradhanais Tirajara Nikarai Vyapi Vil Vyapi Lokan Bhuktwa Bhogan Savishtan Punaradidishanod Bhasitan Kamajanyan Pitwa Sarvan Visheshan Sobidi Madurabun Mayaya Bojayano Maya Sankyam Turiyam Paramamrudamajam Brahma Yetanatosmi Yo Vishwatma Vidijavishayan Prasya Bogan Stavishtan Paschas Chanyan Sumiti Vipavan Jodisha Swenasukshman Sarvane dan punaravishane swatmanistapa itwa hitwa sarvan visheshan vigadagunaganai patusau naturiyaha. The twelve Mantukya Upanishad Mandrasa Omiketa Daksharamidam Sarvam, Tasyopa Vyakyanam, Bhutam Bhavishatiti Sarvam, Onkarayeva. Yachanyatrakaladidam tadapi onkara eva. Sarvam hedat brahma, ayamatma brahma, soyamatma chatushpad. Jagaridastano bahipratnyaha, saptanga yekona vimshati mukaha, stula book vaishwanara pratama padaha. Sopnastano anta pratnya, saptanga yekona vimshati mukaha, vivikta book taijaso didiya padaha. Yatra supno na kanjana kamam kama yete na kanjana sopnam pashadita susuptam susupta stana eki bhutaha pratyana ghana ayeva mananda mayo ananda buk tejo mukaha pratyas tridiya padaha yesha sarveshura yesha sarvaknya yesha andaryami yesha yoni sarvasya prabhava pyayohi bhutanam nanda pratyam nabhi pratyam noveda pratyam na pratyanaganam na pratyam na pratyam nadrishyam avyavahadyam agrahyam malakshanam achintyam avyavadeshyam ekatma pratyasaram prapanjopashamam shantam shivam advaitam chaturtam manyande saatma sa vitneyaha soyam atma adyaksharam onkara adimatram pada matra matrachapada akara ukara makara yiti jagaridasthano vaishwanara Akaraha, Pratama Matra, Mat Apte 
ஆதிமத்வாத்வா ஆப்னோதிகவை சர்வான் காமான் ஆதிஷபவதி ச ஏவம் வேதா ஸ்வப்னஸ்தானோ தைஜச உகாரோ திதீயா மாத்ராத் உத்கர்ஷாத் உபயத்வாத்வா உத்கர்ஷதிகவை ஞானசந்ததிம் சமானஸ்வதி ந அசிய பிரமவித் குலேபவதி ய ஏவம் வேதா சுஷுப்தஸ்தான பிராஜோ மகாரஸ்திருதீயா மாத்ரா மிதேரபீதேர்வா மினோதிகவா இதம் சர்வம் அபீதிஷபவதி ய ஏவம் வேதா அமாத்திரச்சதுர்த்தோ அவ்யவகாரிய பிரபஞ்சோபசமிவோ அத்வைத ஏவமோங்கார ஆத்மைவா சம்விசதி ஆத்மனா ஆத்மானம் ய ஏவம் வேதா ஓம் தத்சத் ஸோ கௌடபாதா ஹேவிங் கம்ப்ளீட்டட் த ரெஃப்யூட்டேஷன் ஆஃப் ஆல் philosophies all darshanas which are talking about creation he has very categorically with logic and with the scriptural support he has refuted and proved that the creation is never real therefore there is no creation ajata now towards the concluding of the fourth chapter he in the last 25 karikas he is summing up the whole thing and in the last class we saw the 72nd karika chittaspanditam evedam grahya grahagava dvayam chittam nirveshayam satyam asangam tena kirtitam the 72nd karika grahya grahagavat like the perceiver and the perceived or the subject and the object what means like the duality idam dvayam this is what is the duality the perceiver and the perceived or the subject object this this duality chitta spandira meva it is a it is the vibration or it is the the thought flows of the mind which is called the chittaspandanam and therefore we feel the duality chittam nirveshayam nityam asangam kirtitam when the chittam nirveshayam when there is there is no spandana happening in the chittam is is the same antakarana manobuddhi hankara chittam so that vishayam when the vishayam vina when there is no object or the subject object or the matter to be perceived through the mind when that happens the chittam itself becomes nityan asangam it becomes that pure eternal and untouched or an asanga in the in the non contact asparsha in the form and that is what is well known in the in the in the understanding so we should understand that when the mind when the mind means mind intellect ego and memory all these thing put together is antakaranam and here godapada uses the word chittam for it and and the same chittam in the third chapter here used mana so basically we want to make sure that we don't get stuck by the names mana and chittam etc and also for the word spandanam and even you will find that the turiya brahma words are getting replaced by godapada subsequent karikas so he has indirectly brought in a method in which 
the hang up on the no nomenclature of the instrument should also not be taken as a serious a severe one so chitta spandanam is ideally speaking when the mind is in a movement which is nothing but the thoughts when where the internal organ the antakaranam is in the movement is what is called the thoughts or and projections when the thoughts come we have that individuality and the individuality and the world outside is a projection by the same mind that i am there and the world outside is outside there and there is then the subject object perception so idam dvaitam this duality is due to the mind projecting through thoughts when the mind stops projecting the thoughts when asangam and advayam it becomes an nityam eternally it it is that is its pure nature it is just like that you know when we say sickness is the state of not being healthy our natural state is healthy when something gets infected we call it as sickness same way when the mind is in 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 the activity of projecting the individuality and the world the the real nature of the chittam is not perceivable and we perceive only the projections and the world but when it is not being done the chittam becomes the pure awareness there because there is nothing other than that the pure awareness at any point of time because creation has never happened for even the chittam kalpayade purvam is the kalpana is a imagination by the the chittam itself that it was created first so like that you know i was the individuality was created first is also an imagination by the individual the individuality has never been created it is an appearance and that is due to the chitta spandana yo asti kalpita samvritya paramarthena nasti asau paratantra bi samvritya na asti asti paramarthata yaha kalpita samvritya asti asau now one yaha which, which which material or which matter when we when we imagine the duality transactions we feel that the transaction is or the world of the transactional utility experience transaction and utility these are the the fundamentals with which we value that the world is real because it is experience there is a transactional transactional faculty available because there is duality and there is what you call utility by the transaction so what you call as etu or the experience transaction and utility is based on which we valid validate that the 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 world is real paramarthena na astiha in reality that is not there at all yaha paratantra samritya syat sa paramarthada anasti that which is not real but because there is a transactional activity and a utility but when it is enquired the reality of that existence or that object itself becomes questionable and it reduces to names and forms depending on something else for its own existence so 
the appearance having a reality is not a paramartha or not a reality therefore the transaction and the utility of them also is assumed due to the unreal uh, object taking on a reality form asangam tena kirtidam that is why he is saying that this asangatvam is the reality which was said in the 72nd uh, verse is to be remembered that it is that is the nature of the reality now here comes the, the real crux of that where he says that ajaha kalpita samvrutya paramarthena na pujnapi ajaha paratandra api nishpatya samvrutya jayate stusa ajaha the word ajan or no unborn kalpita samvrutya it is due to the same projection of the mind which thinks that there is a creation when you think there is a creation to negate it the teacher has to use the word ajah because our experience and our reality is that the creation is reality so from that point to negate that this reality what you are thinking as creation that i was born i have growth decay death etc the world is also going through uh, a creation uh, all those creations which we are seeing which of course we have refuted in the cause and effect when it is not there so it was said that the reality is ajam there is no real birth for any creation even that is kalpita samvrutya is an imagination for those who are in the imaginative world to come out of that paramartena aja apina in reality even the word aja is have no real meaning for it because it can say that for the birth not it is not born only with reference to what is born when there is nothing which is born even where is no no unborn has no meaning for it paratandra api nishpatya yaha aja iti uktasa paratantrapi nishpatya it is based on the terms used by the other philosophies talking about the creation this word aja has any meaning for it because to refute their stand we are using the word aja samvrutya jayate it is because only for the transaction that to transact with them we are using the word aja in reality paramarthena aja abhi na in reality there is no word there is no need of the using the word aja also this is where we stopped in the last uh, class now in the 75th one which we are starting today abuda vinevesho asti dvayam tatra na vidyate dvaya bhavam sabuddhaiva nirnimittena jayate abuda vinevesham is a very typical word which is used by gaudapada abhinivesham means obsession or affliction or best word is obsession abudam now budam is means what exist or created the abuda abhinivesham that which is not really created but to be 
appearing to be created is the abuda vinivesham the obsession of reality of the unreal things is the what the real meaning of the word abuda vinivesham abuda vinivesham asti tatra dvayam na vidyate dvayabhasam buddhva evam nirnimitta na jayate in reality asti that abuda vinivesham asti that is that the obsession on the unreal things as real is not there tatra dvayam na vidyate in reality there is no dvayam there is no duality at all in that one but we are projecting the duality dvaya bhavam buddhva dvaya abhavam buddhva when you know that there is no reality for that abhinivesham for the obsession for the multiplicity on the world of experiences dvaitam na vidyate there is no duality at all nirnimitta and because of that there is no cause and effect relationship nirnimitta means effect cause nirnimitta means without cause and therefore na jayate he is not getting born or nobody is getting born it is an appearance and on the appearance on which we have a reality feeling and therefore when we take the reality on the appearances we feel things are really happening but when you know that the appearance has no real existence in independent existence or it is only an it is only a projection of the mind like the world of dream which has been created even the waking world is nothing but the projection of the mind only chitta spandanam eva so that when it is once it is understood there is no birth no death at all yadana labade hedu uttama madhyama uttama adama madhyaman tadana jayate chittam hetva bhave phalam kuda the 76th karika yada uttama adama madhyaman when the three that is superior inferior and the middle as the hetus hetun nalabade when those things are not being seen or not being perceived that is the time chittam na jayate that is the time when the chittam is not in a spandana mood or it is not projecting anything that is when we have this is a particular very you know analytical karika in our experiential world we have not have a uniform experience we always try to evaluate them are this is best this is better this is good this is ugly all these uttama adama madhyama is the way in which we categorize we never look at the objects or the experiences without attributions of the qualifications like 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 hate this and good better best or worse worse you know all those qualifications which we are putting is based on the chitta spandana is the abhinivesha or the obsession on to the material coming out of ignorance of their reality is kind of thing but we know that the object which was best today is no more needed or is discarded even by the person who acquired it with all the you know love and effort and all those things is 
you know that gadget or that instrument or that in relationship whatever it is gets diminished in its utility and becomes you know of less value if the reality of the value of the product or the relationship or the object was real it should be always having the same value whatever may be the span of time for as a child also the toy should be you know dear and when you become an old man or middle age also the toy should have the equal value for it but no the toys were needed as a child and we discarded it new toys were acquired or new gadgets were acquired new relationship were acquired and that also keep pushing one it becomes lesser important something else replaces that so what this is this mean that these causes because of which we categorize uttama madhyama adama that is mid superior middle and the inferior is when it is not being perceived by the chittam it doesn't mean that we are the chittam is not observing the world the observing of the world without any qualifying conditions with the chittam which otherwise was pro- prospering the chittam na jayate because why hetu abhave phalam kutah when the cause for this segregation of superior middle and interior all inferior by the mind is not being projected the world will be seen as it is and the world the reality of the world as the name and form will get replaced by the reality of the substratum with which on their thing and because the substratum is the common for all appearances of the world the names and forms giving the multiplicity which is depending upon the absolute reality or the fundamental reality when that is absorbed the hetu when it is having absent then the chittam will stop having the spandanam that the chittam doesn't project anymore in the multiplicity ani 77 अनिमित्तस्य चित्तस्य या अनुल्पत्ति समाद्वया अजातस्य इव सर्वस्य चित्तद्रम्षदि सत्यदह अनिमित्तस्य सर्वस्य निमित्तस् निमित्तम मींस कॉस लाइक द धर्मा धर्मा एक्सेट्रा उत्पत्ति विनाशा इट्स ऑल दोस आर सपोज्ड टू बी द कॉसेस फॉर दैट अनिमित्तस्य व्हेन दे आर नॉट देयर सर्वस्य i found the for the whole everything ajadasya eva that when it is unborn chittasya anulpatti anulpatti means is that state where the creation or the projection from the chitta is not doing it chittasya anulpatti means chittam is not in the chittaspandana mode or when the mind is not in the projection mode when that is not there there is no animit nime animatasya sarvasya ajatasya satchittasya all those are adjectives for the chittasya in the condition when it is not being projected anything not as a cause not as a dharma not as a karma not any of the multiplicity which we are experiencing in the world when that anulpatti when that chittaspandanam 
when that projection by the chittam doesn't take place, ya sa sama, that state of the chittam is called sama or asanga or advaya. That non-dual equanimous state of the chittam where there is no perturbance or nothing which is being perceived. Yata tat chittas drishtrimshahi. Because there is nothing chitta drishyam. When there is nothing to be drishyam, what the chittam will be perceiving or experiencing is its pure nature. This is exactly what Gaudavada said earlier, Amani Bhava. When the mind becomes no mind, here the chittam becomes the chit, no chittam, without the spandanam. Both mean the same. In, in a non-projection mode, the andakarana, when it is not doing any projection, neither the waking nor the world of dream is being projected. That is the time when the mind is, when the andakaranam is in the deep sleep mode. But deep sleep is also part of the ideation that I am an individual. But not knowing that I am an individual, but the waker says that the dream, the deep sleeper is an experience of his. But actually speaking, the deep sleep is not his experience, the waker's experience. It is also projection of the waker, the chittam or the mind of the waker, which is owning that state of you know, non-apprehension of the deep sleep. But when it is in the deep sleep, it is actually it in a state of paramarthata. But without the without the knowing that sadhisambadya na viduhu sadhisambadya mahe. We are one with the sat. And that is the state which is the reality. But what the waker does is, waker owns the dream and the deep sleep and says that, I had a dream and I went to deep sleep. These are all the chitta spandaram because of the individuality being created and then his experiences of waking and dream is being included and then he includes his deep sleep also. So when this doesn't happen, sa sama advaya, that is the time the equanimity or the tranquility of the chittam and non-dual state of existence is happening for the Andakarana. Then in the 78th Karika, Buddha Nimittam Satyam Hedum Pratak Apnuvan Vida Shokam Tada Akama Bayam Padam Asnude Satyam Animityam Buddha Satyam means Paramartha Nimitta Shunyam Animittam means nimitta shunyam. When the costless, pure reality, Buddha having understood that, Prutak, separate from Hetum, Anapnuvan, one who doesn't accept that Hetu, separate from that Chittam, which is there. When he knows that it is the chittam which is the hetu, when it is in a spandana mode, therefore he has 
that projections and everything when he says that it is not that it is in the reality in in really it is not there then vida shokam tada akamam abhayam padam asnute that chittam itself when it is not in the mode of acceptance of the spandanam of the chittam vida shokam without any sorrow or sorrow means all the feelings tata like that what are the other things akamam there is no desire therefore no expectation no failure no uh, happiness no sorrow nothing of that and there is no duality at that time abhayam therefore abhayam he is in a state of fearlessness or he is in his own glory that padam asnute it is that time when the chittam itself becomes that padam turiyam padam that you know the chittam itself becomes the reality that is why that when we say that in the sushupti even though we are reaching that padam without the chittam being projecting everything but we are not conscious about or we are not aware of that thing even that sakshi bhava when we are taking out between the waking dream and the deep sleep as a sakshi bhava we are thinking that individually is going through the sushupti avastha but actually speaking the sushupti avastha is an absence of both waking and dream only in the sakshi bhava what happens is that we are looking at the three as an experience of the individual but really speaking even the sakshi bhava has no real real sakshi bhavatvam when there is no projection by the chittam in that case what happens there is neither waking nor dream nor the sleep therefore no sakshi also no witnessing also that state is when the state of fullness without any projections and pure awareness imbibes everything engulfs everything there is there is no everything at that time there is only one thing which which itself is everything so that that expanse of awareness without any limit is what one should one will achieve when the chitta spandanam is not there this is what the 77th karika is saying that and then he repeat that abuda bini vayashad hi sadrishye tat pravartate vastu bhavam sabuddaiva nisangam vinivartate abuda bini vayashad hi it is due to that obsession of experiences transaction and utility that chitta spandanam or the the projection by the mind and when that is happening it is the same chitta which is sadrishye pravartade in what is being what is seen through the projections in that he the chittam dwells in death saha vastu bhavam 
buddhva evam nissangam nivartade that chitta that in andakarana when vastu abhavam when he realized that these are all nothing but projections in reality there is no vastu or no matter other than myself in my thing it is just like when we are waking from our dream we come to a state that all the world of dream objects and the dreamer myself is none other than myself same way when that when this knowledge arises in the chitta that the world like the individuality therefore the world and that relationship between the individuality and the world is nothing but the projection similar to what i was experiencing in dream when buddhva evam when he knows that the chitta knows that it is not in reality it was my own it was my chitta spandanam eva it is the chitta spandanam of is the cause for the projections nisangam nivartade he gets released from the abhudhaviniveshan the obsession to engage itself in the multiplicity of the projections of the chitta so when this when this withdrawal take place is the time when he becomes a realized soul or a jnani nivirtasya pravrtasya nischala hi tada sthiti vishaya sahi buddhanam tatmad tasmat tasmasyajam advayam nivrtasya apravartasya chittasya nivrtasya means withdrawn from the duality apravartasya it is not engaged in the any of the duality because it is it has withdrawn from itself chittasya chittam when it is not engaged in the duality and withdrawn from that tada that tada sthiti that sthiti at which when the vidya is withdrawn from the duality and not engaged in it nischala hi saha that is the state of nischalata or nisangata asangata asparshata whatever term which we can all indicating the same that it is the non engagement in the appearances non engagement appearances but he withdraws from them also knowing very well that they are unreal the our engagement in the cause and effect the every attachment and every obsession kama krodha mada moha lanchadya all those things were generated when we thought that projections were real the world is real the dream is real the individuality is real everything was thought as real and which were nothing but the chitta spandanam when we know that they are in it is only a projection of the mind in reality they are there is nothing which has been created nothing is nothing has taken shape there is no cause and effect when that is being withdrawn that is the time when the chitta becomes nischala because it is not more perturbing and perturbed by anything the projections which were thought to be real also subsides into itself sahi buddhanam vishaya for the jnanis buddha here means paramarthadarshi or jnani 
that nischala chittam eva vishayam for them to revel and atmatpeda atmarati atmatruptascha manavah what is being told in the gita the reveling in one's own true nature the engagement with one's own nature the playing with one's own self on the reality or the truth of the reality that is the subject for those gnanis who are for them the unreal world is no more a matter of attraction and engagement they don't engage it with it anymore for them this nischala chittam is the is the object or the subject or whatever both the sub both the subject and the object for him and that is where he is thing and that is ajam advayam samyam because that there it is always ajam means here you should not be non creation means here it is that that which is never undergoing any forms of transformation either transformation creation or any of that sort of is not available in that state of chittam chittam is neither projecting nor it is observed by the projections nor there is any you know actions and follow up and utility transaction nothing of that sort these jnanis these those who have realized the tranquil state of the mind or the tranquil state of the chittam that itself becomes a, a the subject for them to engage and revel in it that and they observe the the non dual tranquil advayam ajam samyam chittam that is the chittam in which those people are always engaged in self they are not interested in the world not interested in the projection neither by the you know sukadukke samikrutva labha labho jaya jayo all those statement of sthita pratnya what we study we heard it in the gita second chapter 54th verses to 72nd verse all of them apply only to such a person who is atmatrupta atmareti atma kreda that person is only reveling in his own real nature all the time for him yat pasyati yat shrunoti yat vijanati sarvam atmaiva for him he doesn't see duality even he may appear to be seeing the duality in the duality he sees only his own reflection so yatrana anyat pasyati anyat shrunoti anyat vijanati sabhuma so that is the brahma or the turiya or the chitta without aspanda chittam or when the chitta is not in a in a projection mode he is in himself so that is the state of the and that is become the subject for this buddha means the paramartha darshika or jnanis to revel in themselves and in the 81st kariga he says ajamanidram asopnam prabadam bhavadi swayam सकृद्विवादोहि वै एष धर्मो दादु स्वभावतः अजमनिद्रम अस्वप्नम बिफोर वी हैव हर्ड दिस वर्ड इन द थर्ड चैप्टर आल्सो अजम अनिद्रम अस्वप्नम अजम मींस अनबॉर्न अनिद्रम मींस विदाउट स्लीप अस्वप्नम इज विदाउट द ड्रीम tat ajam that one is that vishayam which was explained in the earlier karika 
is ajam anidram without any nidra here you should not take nidra as sleep it is that state where we were not knowing our reality the deep sleep is our reality but we did not know it sadhi sambandhya na viduhu sadhi sambandhyamahe is what is told in chandogya no we have become one with our reality even though we are the, our reality only in all the three stages here we have an access to that even without projections that is the anidram without anything but that were that we do not know that that we have become one with the truth asopnam sopnam means here you should take sopnam as sopnam and jagrat because gaudabada doesn't differentiate between jagrat and sopna separately so he wanted to bring that futility of that experiences of waking and dream so he says asopnam sopnam vina that is anyada grahanam doesn't happen there there is nothing which is seen outside yourself now when you are in waking or in dream and you are aware that what is being experienced as the waker and as the dream is nothing but my own mental projections then even though you may see the world of objects and transact with the world of objects and have experiences you see in all of them the reality only that is the state of anyada grahana vina vina without the without duality experiencing the world that state is what is called asopnam here swayam prabadam by the nature of the chitta at that time is that vishaya of the chitta of the mahamuni when they are engaged in age is swayam prabadam prabadam means prakarshana bhadam not the morning see normally prabadam means we have a we use the word for morning because it start the light the the morning light is the one which is enlightens the day no so we call it as prabadam but here you should take the meaning as prakarshana bhadam means that which enlightens everything like for example in the day what happens the sun enlightens everything which is on on its path same way swayam prabadam this chittam when it is in a nishpanda is able to see the that that self effulgence of its nature which is that yasya vasa sarvam idam vibadi we have studied that yatna tatra suryo vadina chandra tarakam nema vidyuto bandi kutoyam agni tameva bandam anuvadi sarvam tasya vasa sarvam idam vibadi we heard that natatra suryo badina chandradharakam in that state of when the chitta spandanam is not taking place suryo badina chandradharakam neither the sun can shine there nor the chandradharakam the moon and the stars nema vidyuto bandi kutoyam agni neither the lightning nor the fire of what we see it in our mundane world kutoyam agni where is that even that shine of that that fire is so infinitesimally small or insignificant that in that light 
tameva bandham anubadi sarvam when that is in its self effulgence in its real nature tasya bhasa sarvam idam vyavadi only in that self effulgence when that light of the chitta is the one which is the reason where the entire thing of the waking entire thing of the dream is being seen and enjoyed and projected transacted experience whatever the name even though unreal it is being projected by the light of that self awareness yesha dharmaha that is the dharma of the chittam when it is in the aspandana mode or when the chittam becomes one with the turiya or when the chitta is not in projection the chitta is not a separate entity it is one with the reality or the turiya esha dharma that is the dharma of that dadu swabhavah here dadu swabhavah is given mentioned as vastu swabhavah dadu means here tavastu it is the nature of that chitta which is self effulgent that suprakashata or andar jyoti these are the different words which are being used suprakashada so, means self effulgence andar jyoti means the inner light that light is the reality and that is the nature of that chittam is in the here the light should be taken as knowledge awareness consciousness whatever word you think you can you know relate to correlate with your own experience this we are talking about our own nature and our own experience sakrit vibha sakrit vibhadah sakrit means always vibhadah means always in effulgence there is never a time it was not in effulgence for us to become grasped by the ignorance avidya it has never happened the the the, the projections when it happened and abuda vinivesham when the obsession with the duality took place we forgot the effulgence of our own nature is the reason why we are able to see the world outside the world of objects becomes stiff separate from me and i am separate all these because i am being aware of myself when i am not being aware of my individuality which is a projection the i the individual not the world which is separate from me has no locus standing no nothing is there so when this is being when the chitta spandanam is not there and the munis are reveling in that they come to they know that that is their own nature their reality therefore they become self indulgent in their own nature in their own reality they play with themselves they are always happy in being themselves they don't need anything other than the other than themselves that atma tripti or the self satisfaction which gets one gets in being that state is what is called sakrit vibhadi that is always there and that is always the one which is shining with with its own glory sukham avriyate nityam dukham vivriyate sada yasya ka yasya kasya charmasya grahanena bhagavan asau now here godavada is using another word for turiya and brahma bhagavan yasya kasya cha dharmasya whichever may be the dharma or the property or the the you know the conditions grahanena nityam sukham 
by engaging in it nityam sugam you are always in a state of bliss and that is avriyate sukham avriyate that happiness or bliss is engulfing your own your own nature that is the dharma of the chitta that is the nature of the atma nature of the chitta to engulf our our all the time with that happiness of that self happiness that is why it is called satchit and ananda sukham anandam is the same the avriyate sada dukham vivriyate aso bhagavan when it is being covered by avriyate dukham when it is being covered because of the abuda binivesham because the obsession of the world outside you are your attention is not on your suga swarupa you are looking to the world of projection as it is real the reality is outside and when you are engaged in that that is the time the the reflected light has no potency similar to the original light the reflected light are the one which is being seen as the world outside and that can never substitute with the original light or the original consciousness within which they are all shining therefore dukkhena avriyate therefore we are we are forced to go through the sorrows because none of them are permanent nature that the real light sakrat vivadam that nature of the chittam or the atma is to always shine but that of the nature of the projections of the world is to the chitta spandanam is that they come and go they are momentary in nature whatever may be the duration they have a time limit they are not infinite infinite in nature therefore the infiniteness is absent is the one which is causing us the sorrow because when they are being engaged we feel happy when they we do not engage we don't feel we don't so their coming and going is giving us happiness and sorrow this type of duality doesn't exist in that in that pure state of chittas without the chittas vandana and when that is not there that is the time aso this chitta this atma bhagavan becomes endorsed with all qualities of purnata that is the purnatvam which is there in the chittam that bhagavan is the one which has got all the qualities in that sarvaguna sampannah so when we use the word bhagavan it is not to show that it is a deva outside or a ishvara outside it is to show the atma itself is the deva here or deyashasya swabhavah is the swabhavah of the atma swabhavah and atma is the one which is the chaitanya atma is the aturiya atma is the brahma one who sees that atma as ishvara whether he is doing an ishvara puja or atma puja doesn't make is not two different things he is doing that atma krida atma reti atma tripta that self is seen as all in all as everything so when there is nothing other na dvitiyam asti when there is no duality that is the time when the the purity the purnata or the completeness of the individual 
or the, the enquiry comes to is fructification. Now I stop here because from the next karika onwards he is taking up again the opposition which are taking that you know they are still not clear about their this this absolute state of which Gaudapada is talking about that Purnatvam. So they talk about Asti Nasti Nasti Hasti Asti Nasti Nasti Divapunaha Chalastiro Bhaya Bhaya Vaivaranoti Vabhalishaha. So this Karika onwards, I should, I'll take it in the next uh, Friday, Friday class and hopefully we can complete it in the Friday. The Mandukya can be completed. Let us hope if something is left, we have to carry it on to the Wednesday after that. I'll stop here. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om Thank you. Dhaniwada. Yeah, thank you, Vinduji. This is uh, really, really helpful. A, a lot of uh, convergence on, um, since you finished the last class with Chitsa Spandanam, you know, made, complex, made me contemplate a lot. That Spandanam is a root cause of all that is, you know, misunderstanding that happened. So today class, the way I perceived now is that Chitta Spandanam like individual experience, I take it as an individual experience that is to be diminished, leading to Amani Bhava. Further, you know, you glad that we moved away from the Shunya discussion into nature of Atman, uh, that Bhati, uh, you know, it eventually sort of now describing nature of Atman. The Purnatva is coming out. Um, it is it is nicely, you know, uh, getting laid out. Uh, thanks for this, you know, leading us through this uh, crucial, you know, shift from Amani, you know, from the Chitta Spandamanam to this. Uh, I took some examples to sort of relate to this. The Spandanam, the reflection, for example, that Sukha, reflected creates a temporary you know pleasure that comes and goes it become a guna the rupa become the nature become that you know uh, sarupa become guna when reflected then the pleasure come and go because that, because one who's in this you know chitta spandanam the spandanam that that touch leads that uh, you know the temporariness of experience hence you know more other complications, the pleasure, pain, etc. Now, as you that individuality is taken out, the sarupa remains, the sukha sarupa remains. That's how I related this mythology. Hope I'm on the right path. Yeah, you are right. But here you should also understand. Here, the chitta spandanam should not be taken at the individual level also. The moment the individuality is going, the chittam becomes no more chitta. It has become the Atma. 
So, Chittaspandanam, when Gaudapada talks about is, from the point of view of people who want or looking at the experiences as, you know, the dream waking and the deep sleep point of view. But the moment you have the chit, you know, Chittaspandanam, when the stops, that is the time when the waking dream and deep sleep itself becomes null and void. And therefore, the Chittam is no more individualized. Because dream, deep sleep and waking is only at the individual level. But when the Chittaspandanam stops, the individual also is no more there. That is why we have to get out of our association with the Deha and the Deha-related experiences. The experience which Godabada is talking about is not in our mind or the body or in our relationship. It is the totality of the experience. The experience beyond the limitations of the body, mind and intellect. Because the mind itself is a proje- mind itself is a projection of the ch- ch- that chitta no? the individuality. Even kalpade purva, we have heard that before. So uh, the rest of the things what you said is right, but but this aspect also you have to include it into that. Sure, Bandhuji. Uh, I'll take only 30 seconds on this. Uh, I also related to this, uh, you know, satsangatve nisangatvam, nisangatve nirmohatvam, nirmohatve nishchalatatvam, nishchalatatve jivanmuktihi. That nishchalatatva you yeah. took, took through, I think it sort of aligned, you know, that really uh, realigning some of the understanding in this. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, I have a question. Can I ask? Yes, Raghu. Yeah. Uh, Namaskar, Bindaji. Uh, it was a wonderful session. Thank you so much. Uh, my question is, um, uh, for the Jnani, Jnani Stiti, you explained uh, in one place, where he will be experiencing Advaita Stiti. Not experiencing, he'll be in that state, where for him, uh, the, re- uh, the world looks like an illusion, or for him, it doesn't matter. For the outside world, it doesn't matter. It's like, uh, he doesn't care about it. Uh, similar things, similar kind of words you might have used. So, my question there is, is this state is like a readily available state for the Jnani or will he be always in that state? The reason I am asking that is, uh, for example, if you take uh, if you take Jnani, I mean, Shankaracharya or Swami Vivekananda, for them also, as per the definition, world doesn't matter for them. But they still become Jagadguru. They went on to write books and they went on to... Uh, teach people and uh, help them understand the reality. So, uh, I mean, from that angle I'm coming, will, is, this, is, this, is this state will always remain with them or is it like whenever they want, they can switch? It is just like that, uh, uh, Raku, when you know that you are a human being with whatever may be today's situation, association with the body, the physical body is a human body. So we assume that we are a human body. All our actions are based on that understanding that I am a human being. But you don't have to always remember that you are a human being, isn't it? Because we associate with the body, we think that we are a human being and we work it. But when you really know that it is due to my association with this body, which I think is a human, I am behaving as a human being, 
when i am associate when my know my reality and this is only an instrument which is functioning the reality of the body and the world is not perceived as a real thing but the body will be seen by others as what it is before now you will not physically see any change in those people so if in the mahabharata there is a meat seller who is continuing to be do the meat selling as his profession his livelihood but he was a gnani who has who has been teaching who taught who gave the ultimate advice in his conversation then there are people like sugar brahmashi who was not even aware of his body and the world around he was walking around stark naked everywhere and you know even one goes and teaches janaka about the advaita so what the body does after that has no relevance to them from their point of view they have no kartavya kritakrittasya bhava is what they are think they have done what is the purpose of the body is to know your reality once you know that what the body does after there is no intent behind it the body will continue to function from the point of view others from his point of view he is not even associating with his body so that state can never be imagined or understood or even defined from the point of view of the duality we cannot even grasp it we cannot even say that it will be like this or it will be like that because only when you reach there you will know what it is so any guess will be only misguiding or not a approximate not even a, a real answer to that one has to get when has to reach there to know what it is like that thank you vindu ji i just wanted small teller uh, this sage shuka which you just referred uh, i heard that ashtavakra was the one who told the advaita to janaka there the janaka has got many teachers ashtavakra is there yatnyavalka is there shuka is there many teachers he yet janaka is one who has been always thirsty of knowledge so who are in his testing there is there are a lineage of uh, brahmatnyanis in his uh, court in the in the in the in his you know court who were always discussing brahmatnyana and it, to them yatnyavalkya goes and you know he had a discussion with all of them so it is not one teacher for one one person aha vindu ji thank you so much for a very profound session today as usual thank you again uh, just a thank small you. yeah just a small uh, uh, i remember reading in yog vashishta where uh, shuka goes to his father vyasa and uh, he says that i am still not i don't think i'm fully realized so can you confirm that i am a realized person and vyasa apparently told him to go to janaka be with janaka and janaka is the uh, the greatest gyani of that time uh, so he will be the best person and he actually goes yeah. to his palace and there uh, he spends time with janaka and uh, then janaka by tells him whatever he had to tell him, him confirms his thoughts and tells, tells him to spend some hours some some years apparently thousand years on the mountain top and meditate this is a part of the yogavashishta ramayana 
so he did not go to janaka as a, as a really as a teacher but more as a person who wanted to confirm his realization whether he is really realized or not just thought i'll share this with you yeah there are two uh, two different the thing with yoga vasishta which is a later book has got this story but yeah. then if if you, if you are looking it to in some other uh, scriptures there is the dialogue between shuka and uh, janaka where shuka is like a listening listener and uh, no janaka is like a listener and shuka is the one who is teaching that so oh, that? yeah both both uh, both the versions are there initially for the confirmation part when we asked what you said in the yagova sister is there that is yeah. the time where the story is being told when uh, you know when janaka dreams that he is a beggar in the uh, beggar and uh, yeah you not know, taking uh, bhiksha in the streets of his own country so he morning wakes up and comes to shuka brahmashi and asks him i had a dream uh like that i was a beggar and i was taking you know bhiksha from my own people in this kind of thing so with a with a you know a tongue in the cheek question shuka asked whether this is a dream or that was a dream to you know to janaka which one will you consider as a dream whether what you are now asking whether this is a dream or that was a dream that you know you are a beggar is a dream or thing which one how will you how will you know which one is a dream that is the way he questions it that's a, yeah. is an anecdote there in it correct ye satya wo satya something like that ha ah, yeah yeah then he says that na ye sat na wo sat tu hi satya right he answers yeah i remember right. that acha i didn't know it was shuka i thought it was yagyavalka okay it could be shuka also okay Uh, so the second thing uh, vinu ji uh, the last shloka where he says that it uh, he has his passion uh, because of his passion for any object the lord becomes covered easily i think you also mentioned that uh, actually i think these are the terms they use just to uh, explain the complete uh, uh, what shall i say because the entire projection is done by the supreme by the by that reality so it gets lost it gets lost within it isn't it, it i think that's what is the yes and passion that's you know, right he cannot stand apart i mean he becomes that actually he becomes whatever the whatever is projected is he himself so that's how the drishta drishya and the darshana becomes one the triputi mm. goes right right yes. but when he when a when he gets deluded by his own projection you know like the narcissist forgetting himself and seeing for herself and seeing the mirror as a real falls in love with his own reflection something similar this becomes a reality then we become individuals without that all of us are the same stuff we are all turiya only in all the time sakrit vipadam correct 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 and also the agyana that the, the whole thing may not be love uh, actually bindu ji it's just that you just don't know the mind and the entire upbringing of ours is so so much uh, mental and uh, we only see the mind and the projections and we attribute the projections also to the mind 
we are not at all aware of that which is beneath the mind and which is the real projector and uh, that's where all the problem really happens and once that is discerned the the base is understood uh, and mind is also seen as one more appendage like the legs hands you know stomach they just everyone every one of them is performing their own function uh, and and the real the real um, I, I, this also actually when i say performing the function also i think is not strictly correct because it's again a projection within brahman itself we see it as separate but it is all within that one whole and and uh, that remembrance that 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 beingness always being with oneself is what i guess is liberation am i right yes see that the problem is that you know once deluded we forget that we are deluded yes 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 absolutely tell us sadguru comes and he or a scripture mostly sadgurus have that role of something what you are doing with us to put things the exactly the way they are you know so yes thank you thank you so much uh, a nice session as always bindu ji thank you for that and uh, pranam chatavedha ji as well so uh, you know i think it's a very inter- interesting turn in the mandukya karika as we are approaching the end of the fourth chapter and uh, you know uh, although there has been immense amount of refutations uh, with the vijnanavadi school of thought uh, i do find a lot of you know coherence in this part in the in the verses that we discussed today with the concepts like the dependent origination uh, where we talk about infinite in, uh, infinite regression which says that uh, there is no origin there is no birth uh, you know especially words like you know animittasya or you know ninirmita the, the without causation it is somewhere you know i find that indica- indicating towards a dependent origination the idea of independent origination as it exists in buddhism and uh, the other part uh, that you know chitta spandana or chitta drishyam which has been used again and again is again one of the idea which is very much there in you know charya vasubandhu school of vijnanavada where you know we talk about uh, uh, everything to be uh, an aspect of chitta an aspect of you know mental projection reality is what mental projection of things that you are seeing so when we think about that uh, i do find a lot of coherence with the vijnanavadi school of thought with an addition of the idea of that there is a substra- there is a fundamental substratum to all of this which is of course the turiya the atma so how do you find you know that these ideas which were existing prominently as you say during the time of uh, acharya gaurapada coming into his way of thinking in the end with the idea of atman the another thing that i also find that he is not directly using the word atman here probably shankara this you know that he in his explanation of things he uses the word atman 
much more frequently but here you know he's talking about dharma and all dharma means the nature of things right the fundamental nature of things which becomes the atman right so how do you see all of this you know like in the end he is having a lot of coher- coherence with the vijnanavadi school of thought with the idea of atman you know therein yeah in fact i will completely agree with you ari because gaudapada and shankara has borrowed almost 90-95% of the Vitnanavadin's methodology <clears throat> for explanation. Shankara might not have used as much words as uh, Buddha, the Vitnanavadin's words as Gaudapada has used because he is a later, uh, two generations later. So he ha- and more being having come from a traditional uh, background, his usages were more from the words similar to Veda in the Upanishads, where the same idea is being projected or used in the in the theory and the principle and the philosophy as a thing. Whereas Gaudapada had a role to discuss this with the Vitnanavadins on a face-to-face like Vasubandhu and those periods of time of people. So the borrowed terminology or while explaining to them, you use the other's terminology itself to for explanation. So, but where they made a deviation is that aligning it to the Upanishad with Bhavdavada and Shankara aligned it to Upanishad whereas Vasubandhu or Nagarjuna or others they never depended upon the Vedas for their explanation. It was morely, mainly from the philosophical point. So the, what they wrote were, I would call it as independent treaties, where they did not, you know, samanvaya or the, the, they never felt the need for aligning it with the Vedas. So it was felt unfinished by the traditional people, even though they borrowed almost 90-95% of the philosophies of the I think, but they could find the same thing resonating in the way Upanishads also. So they, what they did was used the Buddhist development of Buddhistic thoughts, aligned it to the Upanishadic thoughts, and found that this is nothing new. What you are talking about is already there in the Upanishad, and this is how you should interpret the Upanishad to understand what you are saying. That is how they did it. So I agree with you there. Yeah, and. Because uh, you know we are talking, and uh, in this uh, the verses that we discuss. Uh, firstly, thank you, Bindiji, for th- for that explanation. So uh, in this, you know, the, the verses that we cover today, again, Paramarthik Satya, uh, the highest ultimate truth, reality is you know being talked about. And uh, uh, as I see, you know, in Dharmic tradition, uh, the fundamental debate that I find has been on establishment of what is the Paramarthik Satya, what is the ultimate ultimate reality. And, uh, you know, when I see the concept of uh, Shunata, right, from uh, uh, Acharya Nagarjuna's Mood Madhyamika Shastram, you know, there, most of the time, translation has been, uh, you know, done in English as emptiness. But I would disagree with that because the way, uh, you know, Mood Madhyamika Shastram has written, the idea of Shunata is non-inconceivability or non-reportability of the ultimate reality and as I come uh, to you know 
मांडव्य कारिका एंड द वे आत्मन इज बींग प्रोजेक्ट इज बींग टॉक्ट अबाउट एज परमार्थिक सत्य देर यू नो अगेन इट इज अनोएबल थ्रू मीन्स ऑफ चित्ता इट इज अगेन अनोएबल मीन्स ऑफकोर्स द मीन्स ऑफ चित्ता सो द फंडामेंटल डिफरेंस आई फाइंड बिटवीन द महायाना स्कूल द परमार्थिक सत्य ऑफ महायाना स्कूल ऑफ थॉट स्पेशली द नागार्जुना स्कूल ऑफ थॉट द शून्यता इज इज समथिंग विच आई डोंट नो वॉट इज बियॉन्ड दैट बट आई डोंट नो वॉट इज बियॉन्ड व्यवहारिका एंड दे आर बींग वेरी ऑनेस्ट अबाउट दैट एंड दे से दैट इट इज नी स्वभावा whereas here when we come there is a establishment of you know uh, that there is a very fundamental existent reality which is the ultimate reality which is atman or brahman so it is i think this is slight nuance over there you know where this huge difference comes into the these two philosophies of uh, the dharmic schools and and how much do you agree with that you know that uh, that because because in buddhism there is uh, in mayana there is no laying of a substratum of fundamental reality where here there is a laying down of a substratum of fundamental reality which is until you know you are there at the very end of the journey it is still an abstract idea right because again until you attain it by the means what we call as enlightenment it is still you know an abstract idea so how much do you see this nuance you know being in the two uh, things because philosophically of course there is a nuance over there but when people talk about you know in our you know tradition uh, general people talk about this shunyata atman brahman everything is same is leading to the same goal so how much do you agree with that kind of notions from what i have read about the bhattacharya's translation of madhyamikarika and what has been mentioned by other scholars in the analysis of comparison between mandukya and madhyamikarika i find that shunyata has not been as you rightly said has not been rightly interpreted by those people who have translated it and nor have and they understood what nagarjuna was conveying it only if nagarjuna had used the word avyavaharyam instead of shunya everybody would have kept quiet because the word shunya itself has got a negative connotation that you may agree with me that there, because the moment you say shunya is something which people cannot accept because when it is when it is a experience a reality when it comes to that shunyata can never give rise to anything even reportability or inexplicability or in non transactability any all those transaction doesn't make it shunya it it can have all the negative words like non transactable non knowable or uh, non conceivable all those words can be used but it is not a shunya therefore they all took on to saying that your shunya cannot stand as a logic because shunya cannot be known at any point of time because the knower of the shunya will be still left when the shunya is being explained to know the shunya the knower of the shunya has to be there or even to say there is shunya the knower of the shunya so that was the way in which they argued and uh, refuted uh, the shunyavadins so but 
if you really go through the sanskrit verses of uh, the karika madhyama karika and you can understand that what nagarjuna was indicating was if he had used instead of shunya avyavaharyam word no non transactable or nothing thing he could have avoided the word shunya there it would have made these people keep quiet that's what i feel so binuji yeah. <coughs> i have a follow up uh, on the same thing sorry sorry to interrupt there see amani bhava is used you know while negation is fine amani bhava is used in this uh, karika right that non mental experience i don't know how you put it there is no equivalent word to it but there is an experience which is beyond the mind that is not a shunya right it is like you know vigdana vadin way it is for example i remember in my 11th class dissecting a frog you know you catch the frog take it to the lab put a chloroform and dissect it finally you see the heart beating finally that also stops whatever that frog represents as an experience you try to dissect figure it out but the frog died found nothing the point is this is where that dissection was heading while the experience is what is amani bhava so i think that experience is lost in it while the discussion went on what is the question the question is the you know that shunya is hmm. you know we we are losing the context of amani bhava right that is what you know is a launch into the you know describing the nature of atman that's a turn taken in the karika today right so the the shunya is already gone that shunya description is already gone and now it is we shifted the elevated the you know the conversation understanding to the amani bhava that experience which is non mental in you know, what is the current word that is where that has to be experienced otherwise you can't describe it in english or logic i think that's where we are losing the discussion that is my point binuji yeah you are right in the sense that this is what i what i said that if using the word shunyata by nagarjuna if he had used a term like inexplicable or you know a non transactable but a positive aspect because shunyata is always a negative connotation has got the absence of everything this is we are not talking about the absence of everything we are we are talking about something which is inexplicable non transactable or non non knowable but at the same time it is positive so when we take this type of an attitude that is why the problem of the shunyata could not be accepted by the tradition yeah so just to add uh, a few thoughts on the, on that uh, notion of having you know negativity or having this notion of negation the using the words which have this uh, you know idea of negation uh, i think that has been there in the buddhist tradition for a very long time see the words like nirvana or the words like you know uh, shunyata or you know the words like uh, the other words which are there which which negates uh, you know certain ideas is because uh, uh, because fundamentally that it all comes from anittata even anittata is you know uh, 
negative having a word with negative connotation anitita so uh you know the way uh, the entire uh, i think i find the debates that have happened in the mahayana tradition between different masters is you know about uh, negating things in fact you know acharya nagarjuna uses this uh, uh, this this uh, chatushkoti which is uh, you know tetralemma his uh, tetralemma of negation where you know he uses four kinds of negation to describe things uh, to to mention to try to have this idea of shunyata so i think it is because of the how the tradition of that thought the entire tradition of buddhism has been the philosophers in buddhism have always tried to use uh, you know words which indicate these ideas of negation and maybe maybe that's why you know he used shunyata in that tradition so yeah that can be one of the reasons yeah maybe because the chatushkodi thing is coming up in the in the few karikas down it is coming up in this in this uh, fourth chapter itself where gaudapada is taking up that issue but basically the thing is that during gaudapada's time the majority were buddhist followers of the buddhistic tradition and all so when he was explaining to them they the purpose was to give them the final direction that don't go to into complete a you know absence of existence or a negation part of it there is a positive aspect of it which is what the the upanishads are talking about and that way you know nihilism should not be the ultimate aim there is that ultimate which is beyond words edo vacho nivartante aprapya manasasaha is exactly what it is what he is being told yes exactly that is the reason you know i feel that uh, because parmarthik uh, satya cannot be you know indicated by words language logic you know therefore one of the tools that they have employed is use of negations is to attribute all the words which do not mean that because you know that's the only one of that's perhaps one of the ways to deal with that and the, and that the same thing i find in the kadapada karika that you know it is unknowable you know it is the atman by means of course unknowable by means of intellect and other ways so uh, you know that's why you know i found very strong coherence between you know these two philosophies and yeah yeah very much in fact even the words like dharma samriti etc are all borrowed from uh, the buddhistic tradition which the godapada is using yeah thank Our, thank you for that could you look at nityaji's comment and see if there's something to say if uh, shunyata were not used and tathagata were i'm not sure i'm understanding this right but if i had had a question which i w- wasn't going to really ask one this was it could you make sure that uh, if there's more to say uh, relative to her comment that that happens maybe we're all saying that shunyata does not point in the right direction in spirit for uh for what buddhism is aiming for oh, is that a question to me or it's a question to both of you in this conversation but i was pointing it to you because you were the question at question asker and i wondered if this led to any other question or discussion okay okay whatever i know of uh Nityaji's comment is regarding the world. Okay, I'll just read what Nityaji has written. So the world is used to rely on duality. 
Dwayad Nishrita is and is not. Eternalism and nihilism says that Buddha are all categories of thought. Tathagata has arisen above all this. Yes, yes, I would agree with that because, uh, see, uh, I think one of the fundamental, as what I understand, and Binduji may correct or add on to that, as what I understand, uh, you know, about, and Jatavadaji can also do that. So, as what I understand with, uh, you know, um, my understanding of things is the very fundamental uh, school of thought from where we get the entire system of logic is the school of Nyaya. Fundamentally, it is that school of Nyaya where we get this, you know, entire logic system. And the, syst the logic system that they have used before it, they reformed it, you know, during 10th, 11th century with, by having Navya Nyaya sort of school. Before that, they had primarily this binary system of logic. What, you know, uh, Nitya Ji is also talking about and that, you know, it was Dvaya Nishrita, two ways of, you know, uh, they're saying that is or is not. And then, you know, to because of that kind of a notion in the Buddhist tradition, what happened is uh, there was prominence of realistic schools of thought for a very long time, for about 500 years after Mahaparinirvana of Tathagata, we had this kind of school of thought. Well, you see all kinds of schools, Sarvastivad and Vibhashika, you know, all Swatantrik and these were all Theravada and so These were all, you know, realistic schools uh, because nobody had this idea, you know, notions of idealism still built, built into philosophy. And then we see into picture, you know, Acharya Nagarjuna coming into picture and using the concept, very fundamental concept of Buddhism, the theory of impermanence, Anittata. From there he built, you know, this uh, logic, the entire logic of you know tetralemma he used the logic of tetralemma and other things which was not only a way to refute the existing you know binary logic system but also to create his own you know um, space for idealism in fact in that for that reason you know i consider acharya nagarjuna as a philosopher to be the father of indian idealism and then you see after that we had this whole you know generation of idealistic philosophers coming into not only Buddhist traditions as well as other traditions as well, other Dharmic traditions as well. So uh, you see, that's how it all evolved. So uh, again, you know, uh, there is a lot of debate with whether Mahayana was there from the beginning or Taravada was there or not. People say, you know, that it was there from the beginning, but Nagarjuna popularized it and all. In the same way, you know, like Vedas were there in the beginning, but the school of not the school of idealism, that is you know, what Gaurapada founded, it was, it happened after Gaurapada, Acharya Gaurapada. I think we always had philosophical text, but how they were interpreted and how schools of thought emerged, they influenced a lot of, you know, key understanding of things. And uh, I can only say that with regards to that. And uh, maybe Binduji can add, or anybody, I think already we have very prominent people in the speaker panel, they can add to that. See, if you look at the history of philosophy, the oldest is the Sankhya school. And Sankhya was then, you know, improved upon or modified by the Vaisheshika. And Vaisheshika were modified by the Nyaya, I mean, uh, what you call, ah, Nyaya, Nyaya, Nyaya school. And the Nyaya school got further modified as Navya Nyaya later, and that is the time, you know, between the 
ಸಾಂಖ್ಯ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವೈಶೇಷಿಕ ವಾಸ್ ದ ಟೈಮ್ ವೆನ್ ದ ಬುದ್ಧಿಸ್ಟ್ ಟ್ರೆಡಿಷನ್ ಫ್ಲರಿಸ್ಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬ್ರಾಟ್ ಇನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ವಾಸ್ ಆಮ್ ರನ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ಯಾರಲ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ವೈಶೇಷಿಕ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬುದ್ಧಿಸಮ್ ವೇರ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಆನ್ ಸೌರ್ ದೇರ್ ವೆಲ್ ಲಾಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಟೇಕ್ಸ್ ಗಿವ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಟೇಕ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಬೋತ್ ದ ಫಿಲಾಸಫರ್ಸ್ ವೆನ್ ದೇ ಡೂ ದ ಡಿಸ್ಕಷನ್ ಡೈಲಾಗ್ ಯು ಆಸ್ ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಸಮ್ ಆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಯುವರ್ ಓಪನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಎಸ್ ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟಬಲ್ ಟು ಮೀ ದಟ್ ವೇ ದೇರ್ ವಾಸ್ ಬರೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಗಿವಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಫಿಲಾಸಫರ್ಸ್ ಟು ಫಿಲಾಸಫರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬಟ್ ದ ಅಲ್ಟಿಮೇಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಫಿಲಾಸಫರ್ಸ್ ವಾಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಟು ಆರ್ಗ್ಯೂ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ದಮ್ ಸೆಲ್ಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಟು ಯು ನೋ ಇಂಪ್ರೂವ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ದ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಸೊ ದಟ್ ದೇ ಕಮ್ ಟು ದ ರಿಯಾಲಿಟಿ ಸೊ ದೀಸ್ ಪ್ರೋಸೆಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಪ್ರೂವಿಂಗ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ಮ್ಯೂಚುಲಿ ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟಬಲ್ ವೇ ಫೈಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಔಟ್ ದ you know shortfalls in one's uh, philosophy was the way in which philosophical growth was encouraged in india and it continued even to the time of uh, you know sankara and later sankara also uh, people who did further improvement upon sankara's thing they felt that you know sankara's thing is not practical uh, you know so it is only talking of the absolute but for the practical life then you need vishishta advaita advaita etc and even with the advaita itself there are people who came with you know mixing yoga and vedanta yoga vedanta school etc so these type of growth in the philosophical thought is an ongoing process and now there was a gap period when it was all you know subverted and suppressed due to evangelical and uh, you know other religions trying to take a control over the philosophical world they don't develop the philosophical schools at all they want following only blind following so the philosophical school got a what you call backseat in india but that is the time when this now science is taking up into the inquiry into the reality from the you know metaphysical range i am i am hopeful that you know the philosophy schools will in all over the world will develop and they will see where you know give and take between science and philosophy can also take place and uh, you know ultimately the humanity should get benefited out of the whole thing that is the way in which philosophy and science should work together because the philosophers will be always there because to think is the nature of human being so that will continue and when the philosophies are there whether they adhere to the earlier one or they borrow from the earlier one is love of less important because they are bringing it for the understanding of the generation to which they are addressing so we can accept it but and because some of the terms and terminologies which were there of shankara and uh, you know buddhistic period may not be practically used in today's world so we need to take that what is applicable to today's world with the knowledge what is we are having and develop upon that that is how the philosophy will develop so there is nobody fighting with each other it's all discussion acceptance where you know there is a differences that is being pointed out that's all what is happening in the different schools yes uh, and i think what a wonderful explanation by binduji and just to add a little a point that i had in mind you know that uh, both agreement and refutation to pre existing philosophies is a way to develop you know that particular philosophical school of thought ahead 
with respect to as binduji rightly said with respect to the generation that we are in or timeline that we are in and i think both are needed uh thank you both so much bindo i binduji hariom i i had not expected uh you to say what you well I, it's consistent but the conversation you added this piece about the role of philosophy um and i so much appreciate that i feel like so much of uh western analytic philosophy has really gone in the wrong direction but there are a few people um that i've just in the last few weeks discovered in europe who are really doing just what uh, you're talking about of bringing things together and looking what what's already occurred and um uh it's it's beautiful um yeah so i really appreciate what you said to give validity to uh whatever the form needs to be of of these teachings and the way we talk to people um i'll i'll just the when i came up on the stage um i just wanted to really acknowledge again that what you're doing is really beautiful and um and you and your words are the light and that you've been very very generous with me and i want you to know that uh all of that is uh taken in and hasn't just blown away um the only thing that i will say on the conversation that just happened with ari and it's fine to leave it it isn't like uh <laughs> like i feel this has to be answered in order for everything to be uh just as it needs to be but i have been um thinking about shunyata because of the way i've been reflecting on the way my own life story unfolded and i do think that the way we hear things and the teachings we're exposed to uh for a very long time ha- do have an influence on how uh our path unfolds and uh there definitely was a way station for me where uh the idea uh, this what i thought shunyata was and the words like no self made uh matched experience but that uh and then i was not aware that there was uh uh there was something beyond that um till more recently. So anyway, I I wanted to just put that out there and again appreciate you and everybody else so much. Thank you. Thank you Atmisha. Anuji, I think this uh, whole all the philosophies eventually they have different logical deductions. Finally all the deductions once you're done with that, what does it leave you with? A you know, is that leave you with nothing? or leave you to a state that is pure which is you could you can naturally experience it without anything else just there i think this is overlooked among all philosophies this amani bhava is a word used in this case eventually that you ended this session with purnamidam purnamidam purnat purnamudichate purnasi purnamadaya purnameva avashishyate that larger recognition kicking the point is that these deductions has utility only till a point after that it's your own recognition that could expand from here on nothing else can help after this that that's true that is true uh but that is speaking of uh how how the path unfolds 
the form of those teachings that were useful at first uh, are still relevant to me because there are people who are not to the place uh, that you're speaking of. And so uh, to have something that uh, can, um, can catch the eye of people today or can be believable to begin with uh, is a beautiful thing. Sure. I think there, there is utility. Uh, there's no denying at all, Artemisia. There is a utility to it, but don't hang on to the utility. Agreed. Thank you all. Hariyom Namaste. Hariyom Namaste.